Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you this great day. Always a great day to serve the Lord Jesus Christ as He is our Savior, our Master, our Leader, our Director, and He has a wonderful plan for each of your lives, and He certainly wants to fulfill those plans for you. And I pray that we would put our trust and faith in Him and allow Him to lead us, and I know He will. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the great listeners. Thank you for their lives. Lead them, guide them, watch over them. Show us your hand. Show us your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I love it when I'm out in the world and I see people that I know and some people that listen to the radio show, and it just it makes me feel so good. I was fortunate this last week. I ran into two people. In fact, they're in the same family. But I randomly ran into him. One of them was Roger Bat. I ran into him at the state house when I was going up to do my prayer for the legislature. Had a nice talk with Roger. And two days later, I'm out at the Albertsons parking lot at Market Street. And I'm walking across the street, and I hear this horn. I look up. It's Gail Bat. And Gail was one of our representatives for years. And, and I consider her, her a real close friend and, and someone who listens to this show, and her family does too. And that, what a joy it was to see her and to see Roger and, and to see many of you that I run into out on the street. I, had, I ran into a lady that I didn't even know the other day that talked to me and was just being very appreciative of of things that were going on and and how God was uh, using uh, radio, not necessarily radio, but the state house and, and for his glory. And God has really opened up great doors, and I'm very grateful for that. But I want to thank each of you listeners. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and putting up with me. And I know you hear some of the same stories because you know what? When you talk for 11 years on the radio, some of those things come back. You all know about my family. You know about my past. You know about my parents, about my church, that pastor, and everything else about all the sports things. And But I try to I try to bring something fresh all the time. As the, and they'll tell you here at the radio station, I rarely ever go to an archive to repeat a show. I try to keep things fresh because I want it to be fresh for you. But more than anything else, I want you to learn and grow in the things of God. I want you to be excited about serving the Lord. And I know you will be, and I know you'll continue down that path. Lord bless you. As I continue in talking about wisdom, which I've been talking about, I want to tie in the idea of values and wisdom. Values equal important and lasting beliefs. Lasting beliefs are beliefs you hold on to from the Word of God that many times shape who you are, and many times they come from your parents, things that they've taught you. Unfortunately, some lived on beliefs that were not based from God's Word, but from man's directives. We've seen that many times. Values are very important to you and to me. Values shape the direction of your life, and many of your lives have already been shaped by them. Values provide direction. And don't allow anybody to fool you into believing that values carry no weight in your life. You are what you are because of the values you are living by. Changing values can be good or they can be bad. Obviously, if you change your value system to do what is anti-God and anti-biblical, that is a decision that will haunt you all of your life and all of eternity unless you correct it. All of us somewhere in life went through a wrong path. Even if it was for a short time, we let the world shape us and ever so slowly move us to a point where we do not rely on God, but the world for instructions. 
it is certainly time to get back to godly values. You know, like a compass, values provide direction and clarity for your lives. And let's let's just take a look at God's values, how they're laid out. Where are they laid out? In God's holy word, his instructional manual for wisdom, living that leads to eternal life with him. We find in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 and 7. In fact, I'm going to be uh, sharing Deuteronomy uh, later on, too, in the uh, shows, a couple shows coming up here. I'm doing a whole sermon out of that, so you'll be hearing from Deuteronomy. I don't talk about uh, that book a whole lot, but listen to this, what it says. In fact, I'm going to read just a few verses prior. Verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. See, Moses was instructed by God to teach the people these things. He was informing them of the utter importance of listening to God's commandments. And listen to this part. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you were at home or walking. I'm so glad that I had parents that taught me these things all through life. And parents, it's not too late to keep them fresh in your family's lives. Our small group has been studying the program, The Way of the Master, with Kirk Cameron. And one of the tenets of the program is using the Ten Commandments to witness to the lost. We learn tools to know how to remember them. In fact, when I preached this message in our, in our church, I showed them a clip from The Way of the Master. I showed them how to memorize the Ten Commandments. It's awesome. All you need to do is type in Ten Commandments, The Way of the Master, and you're going to learn ten easy ways to know the Ten Commandments by heart really soon. Because the fact is, many times we forgot what the Ten Commandments say. The commandments have a positive purpose. These commandments were laid out to help us, not to hurt us. We need to teach our children to know how to live safe and productive lives. We teach our kids how to protect themselves all the time. Like you teach your children to not to touch a hot stove or they'll get burnt or not to play in the street or they may get hit. Here God is teaching all his children practical experiences of life to protect us, not to punish us. I've heard it said over the years, I just don't like rules. Well, we live around rules. We all have rules in life. We have rules to live by. I guarantee you, if you continue to drive 50 miles an hour down five-mile road every day, you'll one day see a blue and red light in your mirror, and you'll be pulled over, and you know what? You'll be paying a fine. If we continue to disobey God's commandments, the fine is much deeper. It is where you spend eternal life. The Ten Commandments are for our benefit. In life, there is always a price to pay for being disobedient. So using wisdom in your values, folks, is huge. Just for today, I'm going to focus on the first commandment because it is so encompassing of our lives and it covers many areas. And I know I'm not going to get far because time goes so fast on the radio, but I'll get as far as I possibly can. As God laid out on Mount Sinai to Moses, God engraved the Ten Commandments, on the stone for him to deliver to the Israelites, to give them written guidelines on how to live their lives. Isn't that interesting when you think of the Ten Commandments, how God carved them himself, called them into existence? 
very simple truths that require obedience. The one I want to talk about for a part of today and maybe tomorrow, depending on how far I get, is Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. You shall have no other gods before me. What do you mean? I have no other gods. You're the only God I have. Well, for a few moments, let's just take a look at our lives and look at God's word and hopefully see what God was talking about to Moses. I'll be truthful. Many people, even in churches, do not like looking back at the things because suddenly they are overwhelmed with guilt and recognize the way they are traveling. We call that in our world conviction. They are convicted by sin. God has given us his word so there would be conviction in our lives to use wisdom to make the very best decisions that we can make. The question we have to ask ourselves, are we making the very best decisions we can make? So the first commandment is there says there shall be no other gods. Why does this even need to be spoken? Isn't there only one God anyway? There is, but there is a subtle distinction you need to be aware of. The word gods as it is used here, is written with a small g. He is not talking about the God, our Heavenly Father, the creator of mankind. He is talking about the little g, gods that control our lives. Your God could be fame, money, work, pleasure, another person, even football. The list of possibilities is almost endless. Yes, God created things for us to enjoy. I believe that with all my heart, but not to make gods of not to make little G's out of them. One of the best ways to prevent things from being your gods is to make sure that the one true God holds a central place in your life. Then there is no room for these other things to creep in and become little gods. Marriage and families are crumbling all around us. In our society, drugs and alcohol have taken over. Even in Christendom, they have become little gods to us. Our time has been taken over by our wants. Even some businesses masquerade their business by proclaiming God, but yet the biggest desire is to build a money empire. The enemy uses all sorts of subtle ways to follow little gods, little G's. Well, let's look at five areas to recognize. In fact, I'm not going to look at them right today. I'm going to look at them on tomorrow because I'm going to run out of time. But there's five areas I want to talk about tomorrow that, and they're no particular order, that Take, sometimes takes our minds in the wrong direction. And sometimes if we don't put God first in these things, we too go the wrong direction. So I'm going to save those for tomorrow. And I've got about a minute left in today's show. I just want to tell you that, you know, life is short. Let's live for him with everything we have. Let's live by what he has laid out for us. You know, I also want to be praying for people. I, I have a friend. His name is Paul Skeen. He lives in Nyssa. He's a big uh, onion guy. And Paul just recently had a surgery. And and I just, if for some reason he's listening or one of you people out there know him, I just want to send a shout out and be praying for him that God touches his body. He's a dear friend and very, very proud of Paul. And then my nephew, Kyler, he just recently had some liver issues, and they're checking his liver out. My brother Dave died of liver cancer, and they're a little concerned about him. He's in his uh, mid to late 20s, and I just want to remember him. We need to lift people up in prayer. Let's lift each other up. Let's be people who care for people and love people and encourage them. God loves you. I love you, and God has a great plan for your life, and I want to encourage you to follow him with everything you have. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you tomorrow. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.